0: welcome to another episode of alcoholitics i am your host terrain marx i'm joined by my co-host katrina marx katrina how are you i'm doing
1: well how are you
0: i'm doing well i'm doing well um for the past two days we've been living upstairs yep that's been pretty cool you made a weird um cat gate that truly looked like we were keeping hostages upstairs which was pretty fucking wild Um, Hey, hey! It It was
1: like an over six foot tall cat gate for less than forty dollars. How many,
0: how many zip ties did you use on it? Like you, you, you had enough zip ties that it truly looked like you were about to do January sixth. Hey, I still
1: have like hundreds of zip ties, so. that is not. I Id- bought
0: them in bulk. That's not ideal to hear. Why did you buy them in bulk? We only needed the one thing with
1: them. They pretty much sell them in bulk only. So. <laughs>
0: That's also a very bad thing to hear. <laughs> I don't like hearing any of this. Um, uh, what, uh, what are you drinking? Because usually we are, usually we drink the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, when I say we drink the same thing, I mean I'm usually drinking some sort of vodka-based drink, and you are drinking like
2: Seltzer.
0: vis- uh, seltzers, whichever. Mm-hmm. Usually busy. Uh, shout out to Vizzy. What are you drinking today? Um,
1: so some guests uh, gifted us some cider, and then also left their cider here. So it's <laughs> it's Blake's hard cider, and I have a Grizzly Pear, which is really nice, and then Apple Pie, which is amazing. It's like cinnamon. It tastes just like an apple pie. It's Ooh, really good.
0: That's awesome. That's, yeah. That sounds like it tastes pretty good. Are you are you thinking of maybe during some of these episodes switching and doing that more often? No. Or are you going back to
1: nope? no? No, because I'm. F- Finally, back to trying to eat healthy. So,
0: oh. uh, and and the seltzers, seltzers are seltzers wet.
1: are only 100 calories. So, gotcha. I have no idea what's in this because they don't put it on the label. Yeah, so they that's don't put bad, it on there. A bad sign. Yeah, they don't want you to <laughs> fucking know what's on that label. Exactly. Like
0: they're like, don't don't look into this. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, I am drinking um, my own little version of a fish bowl. Um, mm. We got we we finally got fish bowls again, which is great. Um, I say again, we finally got fish bowls for the first time after looking for months. Um, and so I am having some supply like, chain <laughs> fucking Mayor Pete, <laughs> you better get on this shit. <laughs> I'm sick of not getting my fucking fish bowls. Now that said, uh, we've been looking for it forever mm-hmm. and they just don't exist unless you buy them from like a, a bar that's... supply store. Exactly because a... <laughs> why
1: are normal people drinking out of a fucking fish hey, bowl? Yeah. Let's
0: not, let's not talk about me like this. You
1: just drink your drinks out of a fishbowl now. Like It's not a
0: fishbowl. It's a fishbowl. It's got berry lemonade, sun-kissed, it's got Sprite, and it's got vodka. That's not a fishbowl. I don't have candy. I would put candy in it (laughs) if I fucking had candy, but I don't. I'd throw gummy worms at the bottom. How dare you treat me like this? (laughs) And in front of our guest. Speaking of which, (laughs) uh, let's introduce our guest. He is the host of The Leon Block. He is... uh, Fucking awesome, and I'm glad to have him here. Jon uh, And welcome to the show. How are you?
2: I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for that nice introduction. I appreciate it.
0: It's it's great to have you here. It's been I we've been trying to get you on here for a bit. Um, I was lucky enough to be on your show. Um, I want to say a couple of weeks ago. Uh, time doesn't exist to me anymore, so I don't fucking know when stuff <laughs> happened. But I was lucky enough to be on your show a couple of weeks ago, and we've been like literally trying to get you on here for a bit. And uh, it's finally it's great that we were able to finally get it together, and get it done.
2: <laughs> Y'all are freaking hilarious. I will tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just want to say this real quick because I have seen a lot of people drinking the like the seltzer mm-hmm. alcoholic drink, and I don't understand it.
1: It gets because... me drunk. It does. But
2: <laughs> well, you're drinking water. You're drinking. You're drinking like seltzer water. Like I, I don't get <laughs> how.
1: <laughs> hey, I don't like like. unalcoholic seltzer i hate it it's disgusting i think it tastes terrible okay for some reason (laughs) now we're really and and you know white claws are probably a little nasty to me but like the vizies and the trulies they make them taste really good i don't know what's in them but they taste like juice
2: they flavor them enough yeah i the one day i like i wanted to drink and like my buddies all they had was the trulies so i was like how am i gonna make this work so I had some agave nectar in my, in my cabinet and I poured that in and it actually made it work. Yeah. And I got yeah. a little tipsy. So I will give you that, but it's just a, such a weird concept for my brain yeah. to wrap around. Then I'm just like, Nope. I, I nope, I'll just drink beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I I'm with you. I don't get the appeal. I, I know I've tried. Um, I've tried them. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't rock with it. I'm like, I, I it's not, it's not my thing. Mm. Uh, I, but then again, I also can't, I can't, I can't figure out why people like beer. I can't understand yeah. it. I don't think the taste is good.
2: <laughs> I don't think. I totally understand that. I look beer. It it was a hard sell on me for a long time and something about sour beers just sat with me mm-hmm. and now I'll drink those and I'm fine. Like I'm, I don't know it's it's an acquired taste. yeah but i'm not big on beer either like Mm -hmm. i don't know me when it comes to alcohol i love my whiskey okay that's where i'm at there we go
0: so so tell us uh (laughs) tell us uh tell the audience about your show what um what things do you cover um what like what is it about
2: yeah so the leon block channel uh is a a mouthful it's it's a loaded piece of platform um the leon block would cover anything from uh social justice and civil rights to history to culture um sometimes we really just shoot the shit and just act really silly um but it is uh always from the perspective of a black or brown or poor or disenfranchised oppressed person's perspective speaking truth to power Mm -hmm. against the capitalist colonial um uh oppressive system in which we live within um but it's intended to uplift you in some kind of way by either uh information or uh spirituality or just making you realize that you're not alone in the world that there are other people that are just like you um but in totality it is anti-mainstream media gotcha that's the best yeah, that's
0: an I mean, I mean, that's that's a fucking awesome. That's an awesome concept. And you are definitely someone interesting to listen to. So I, I, I I'm, people need to go check that out. And where can they find uh, where can they find it? I know you I know you're at a plethora of places.
2: <laughs> yes, I was just about to get into that. We're actually uh, the main motherboard right now is YouTube because I'm on there nightly dropping a podcast mm-hmm. at least once a night. And then we're also on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I stream to YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook nightly. There we go. And Instagram, there's constantly content on, on Instagram at least every day. So, so we're we're pretty heavy, man. That's
1: got, impressive.
0: That is what, like the idea of doing the idea of doing a, a, a daily pod to me just because of what this one is. <laughs> I'm like, I'll die. I think,
2: I don't think I can handle it. I'm 30. I will be dead. Absolutely. I have so much to talk about. And sometimes it's like, okay, like I, like for example, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, Mm -hmm. like I've had so many different, like my mouth has just been popping off the gums like crazy. So like sometimes it's an outlet Mm -hmm. and then sometimes like I get so upset because the news may not showcase any of the news that I'm putting out. And right. so it needs a place. Right.
0: And that's, and that's good to like, have, like there, I mean, mainstream media absolutely fails in, in various forms. So it's good to have, you know, uh, the, it's good to have stories being told that aren't necessarily being covered or are being covered, you know, irresponsibly. Um, so that's, that's, that's definitely check out those channels. And, and what is the, what's the, um, the, the
2: tag for it? The, the username usually. So on YouTube, it's the Leon block channel. Uh, and on Facebook, it is the Leon block independent media everywhere else. You just search the Leon block and it'll come right up. There we go. There we go.
0: Let's, uh, let's get into, um, Let's get into uh, the show, some of our topics that we're doing. Um, I I just realized that I don't have my laptop plugged in. So, Katrina, you introduce the first story while I weirdly reach for my laptop. Oh, my God. I
1: don't. This is. uh, What? Uh, So. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to run things. Um, You don't. Just vamp. Just vamp for, like, one second. Quick news. Uh, Big Bird (laughs) got his uh, vaccination, and he told all the kids to get their vaccination so Ted cruz attacked him <laughs>
0: yeah we are. yeah we're in a we're in the we're in the <laughs> reality where a a sitting united states senator um is having a beef with a fucking puppet uh that's not something i, I, I truly I, I, I you know every so often you you get a story you see a story and you're like This feels not real. (laughs) This feels like we're in like a cartoon style land, especially when a very important person is beefing with a cartoon. But uh, here we are. Tell did you hear anything about this dumb fucking story? I
2: vaguely think I heard something of it, but I think I skimmed over it because it's literally like something out of a cult classic early 2000s movie. It's not something you would typically be like, what? It's like a double take kind of thing. You really have to look back and be like, did I really just read what I just read? (laughs) Yes, Jontel, you did. I think I did see something covering it, but I just completely ignored it. Yeah, it makes sense to not dive into this dumb
0: story. Because what the why? Who the fuck? Can, like,
1: I mean, Ted Cruz is really going for it. Like, I really think he's like, I need to jump off that deep end if I have any chance at political future. Yeah, this is, this and is he's a, doing it. He is. This is, is his doing
0: 2024 it. strategy of becoming the president by being, he's like, he's like, well, I watched Donald Trump because he was the biggest fucking troll we ever had. So if I go like supernova on being a troll. I can potentially be the fucking
2: nominee. No, no, no shade because I can't stand a motherfucker. But can't nobody do it like Trump? No. You can't walk in his footsteps and think that you're going to accomplish things with the same formula. I'm sorry. It's just not going to work. I agree. There's, it's really hard to like,
0: it's really hard to replicate like his dumbassery. Like it's, it's very difficult to like, (laughs) it's difficult to like follow that. Like this is a man who, this is a man who called a, called a horse from the from the triple crown a junkie. Like and everyone's like, hooray! He ca- he called out that horse for a bit. Like, like literally, this guy is fucking ridiculous times twelve. And you picking a beef with Big Bird isn't gonna get you where you need to go. <laughs> nope uh before <laughs> before we move on uh Katrina do you think there is any other cartoon character Ted Cruz should try to beef with that could probably get him more points in the polls uh any i i don't know but i'm asking you do you think there's anybody anybody that exists that maybe Ted should start beefing with the know. count should he have gone for the count
1: i mean yeah <laughs> he's using math
0: and yeah he's using math and i'm pretty sure he's an anti-
1: intellectual so like you know yeah
0: He's using math. He's an immigrant. Like, mm-hmm. fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Ted Cruz could probably <laughs> go for the count. Uh, Tell, any cartoon characters you think Ted Cruz needs to be beefing with? Oh,
2: my goodness. No, I can't think of one. The count, that's a really good one right there. How,
1: how about Blue from Blue's Clues? Because he, <laughs> oh he would investigate goodness. January 6th. This blue fucking dog
0: won't even. He's,
1: <laughs> he's going to follow the clues. And, you know. <laughs> Find out who was really leading the insurrection. I
0: wasn't prepared for that. That was really good. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) That's really good. Um, Let's move on to our next next, uh, quick news topic. Um, Donald Trump, when speaking to John Carl of ABC's This Week, um, seemed to defend the crowd who chanted um, to uh, hang the former vice president, uh, Mike Pence, um, when when talking about <laughs> when talking about this, um,
1: after literally hearing the clip of them yeah, doing it, yeah, he listened it, like,
0: to the clip, <laughs> um,
1: so he couldn't say, "Nah, they weren't saying that."
0: Um, well, he didn't say they weren't saying that. Exactly. Um, I, <laughs> John Carl said they were saying, "Hang hey, Mike Pence." And Donald Trump uh, continued on seemingly trying to, like, kind of get a pa- – trying to pass on, on where that was. But he did indicate – he's like, well, they were very angry.
1: Um, it was common sense.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> quote, because it's common sense, John. It's common sense that you're supposed to protect. How can you – if you know a vote is fraudulent, right? How can you pass on a fraudulent vote to Congress? How can you say – how can you do that? And I'm telling you, 50-50, it's right down the middle for top constitutional scholars when I speak to them. Uh, real quick, edit, know it fucking isn't right down the middle. It's (laughs) actually incredibly on one side. Mm. Uh, Constitutional scholars are like, yeah, no, we shouldn't, absolutely steal an election just because uh, the big baby's angry. That's that's not something that's supposed to happen. So it's not really, there's not like a both sides issue for this. Um, but What do you w- mean? <laughs> uh, on a scale of one to a fucking course, how uh, surprised are you that uh, Donald Trump was able to uh, defend, um, defend rioters chanting to hang Mike Pence? Katrina, I'll start with you. I,
1: I would say um, seven. Because I'm surprised he didn't just say it was Antifa and Black Lives <laughs> Matter and not his actual supporters.
0: Interesting,
2: interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, Jontel, what about you?
2: I will say an eight, but <laughs> I do agree with I do agree with you um, mm-hmm. on that because that's usually a typical kind of response. Yeah, they're
1: plants, right?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's usually like a pass the buck kind of guy. Um yeah. like, oh no, it wasn't it wasn't this it group wasn't. that it wasn't this group that cl- like came with Trump flags and kept screaming about how much they love me <laughs> and how much they were That's like strange. I'm in here because he told me to come here. It wasn't like my friends. It was it was other people that I at the I same hate, time it like not.
1: doesn't matter. It, it doesn't fucking matter. He could say, yeah, they should have hanged Mike Pence <laughs> and he would lose zero support.
0: No, so just... yep. I'd imagine that his poll numbers would go up in Indiana, Mike <laughs> Pence's home state. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think that it's it's one of those things where it's like I, I definitely think that it's it's absolutely like, if we lived in a different reality where where up is down, uh, sorry, where up is still up and not up is down like the one we fucking live in, uh, a, a sitting president um, saying that it was fine that a a group of uh, rioters. Uh, Chanted to hang Mike Pence while they were breaching the building that Mike Pence was in would normally be a pretty fucking wild thing to do. Also, they they brought their own gallows. I don't know if anyone remembers this uh, because January sixth, we seem to have forgotten that there was a fucking armed insurrection at our fucking U.S. Capitol. But they brought their own gallows to the fucking proceedings. Like this is it is it is insane that we have a we. But but of course. We live in we live in the bizarro world where um, our former president can say things like this and still have uh, half of the voting population back his ass, which
2: is absolutely insane. <sighs> I read something the other day saying that we are more uh, in America specifically we're more separated by class and like income uh, or or wealth than at the height of uh, the French Revolution. Yep. Yes. And so if that's the case and the kind of insurrection that we had though it makes sense it also makes no fucking no. sense. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, no. Yeah.
1: Like you would like in, Because in... the Republicans have brainwashed a bunch of the the rural poor white people like mm-hmm. completely absolutely destroyed their minds. Yeah.
0: So they, well, it's not like it's not just the Republican Party. They have a fucking media apparatus yeah. that feeds into this, right. so they're they're able to. Uh, and they've
1: taken over the school boards and changed the <laughs> education system and there, everything
0: else. Uh, there's literally, I was gonna add this to, I was gonna add this to quick news, but I I didn't. There's literally, like in, I believe it was Texas, there was a guy who was there was a guy who was like, yeah, we got to get rid of these, like an elected official who's like, we got to get rid of these books and we need to show the public that we mean it that they're they're get, we're getting rid of them so we should burn them. Mm-hmm. We're in the book burning portion of the fucking of the story now, guys. We're in the book burning portion. We're we're elected officials that are in charge of helping with or in charge of shaping education policy. One of their policies is let's burn books. This is fucking
2: stupid. This is the fucking like this is where we are, y'all. <laughs> I cannot believe this! <laughs> wow, the fuckery of the fuckery of it all.
1: Because they they were obscene books. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, goodness. Yep. Like that's and it's it's it's
0: absolutely fucking wild. But that's that's where we are, where the where where members of the Republican Party are are absolutely on board with book burning, <laughs> a thing that we were all like, mm, you probably shouldn't do that, right? Like <laughs> that, that stopped a while ago. <laughs> I guess hang on. Well, let's see if we'll see if they can bring witch burning back. <laughs> uh public stonings, I'm assuming are fucking on their way back in. I mean, they wanted to do a public hanging with Mike Pence. So exactly. we're pretty close to like
2: getting this all i was going to say I'm pretty oh, sure wow. that they want all that to come back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're like we're we're so we're so close and that's so not good. Katrina, what's the next oh uh, Joel, uh Jantel, we we actually added another um quick news topic. I don't know if you know about it. I literally found out about it like maybe <laughs> an hour ago. So I'm going Katrina's going to go and do it and we'll, so we'll discuss.
1: Apparently on the in the anti-vax crowd, um, some of them have given into vaccination mandates and gotten vaccinated even though they think it's poison. So on TikTok, a doctor A doctor went on TikTok. She
0: didn't do it, but there are air quotes behind this for listeners. No,
1: she's a real doctor. No, no, no.
0: I know, but the way you keep saying doctor, we need to throw air quotes behind.
1: (laughs) Went on TikTok and told them how they can detoxify themselves after the vaccine and and get all the toxins out of their body. And it involved a bath with like Epsom salts and clay and a cup of borax. Yep, that's Mm -hmm. all you need to do. Take a bath with some Borax and that vaccine, it's gone.
0: For those like me who were like, I feel like I know what Borax is, but I don't remember. It's a cleaning agent, right? Yep. It's the cleaning agent, Uh
2: like a powdery cleaning agent. Thank you. (laughs) Because as my jaw's dropping, I'm like, I heard the ax part and automatically thought cleaning, but I wasn't sure. But like, I'm thinking like. What is Borax? Well, it sounds like something that cleans you and it doesn't sound great to begin with. Yeah, you probably (laughs)
0: don't want to bathe in it. I was literally sitting, Katrina told me this, and I'm just like... Now I know this is bad, but I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember like why, so I can so I can correctly gauge how bad this
1: right? is. It, it very much has inject yourself with bleach energy. <laughs>
0: yes, um, totally. Yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, this is the inject yourself with bleach situation.
1: But apparently, the these anti-vaxxers who've been forced to get the vaccine because of the mandates uh, are also cup like using cupping to try to get the vaccine out of their body like they're just they're trying everything <laughs> that's not how it works guys can we it's there
0: i know that this is crazy uh i know that these people are irrational and and ridiculous and logic isn't going to get to them so um i'm going to ask anyone who has a big following on tiktok if there's a way that you can convince these people that getting the booster shot negates the effects of the COVID nineteen vaccine, <laughs> could you do that? Just make a bunch of dummies get the booster because they're dumb. <laughs> I'm like, I, I I don't know if this is like, I think that this is something we should fucking try. I don't know. Just just be just just start random conspiracy videos. Like do like hashtag uh, like hashtag uh, COVID fake hashtag. Like do a bunch of those and then just be like the only way to get rid of this is to go to your local CVS and set up an appointment to get your booster shot. Mm-hmm. And the booster shot is actually the antidote for the, for the COVID vaccine. And then we're good. And then we fucking fix the problem. Guys.
1: I mean, this is great. Right. If they think they can just take a bath and it's gone, maybe more of them will get it. <laughs> they'll
0: get it so they don't lose their job. And then they'll take a bath with borax. And we're like, this is weird.
1: I literally see no harm in this. Is it
0: borax or borax? Borax. Borax. I'm thinking Clorox. I'm still in the bleach situation. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's move on. We're going to do one more uh, quick topic, and I, I say this is a quick topic for the sheer fact that if we go into it for the entirety of what it deserves, um, we will all burst blood vessels and die, and no one will post this episode. So... Mm-hmm. Um, we're just gonna we're gonna give a brief reaction to the current um, court proceedings um, going on. Uh, now there are two high-profile uh, murder trials going on currently, or if you were watching most media, there is one high-profile court <laughs> uh, murder trial going on right now. Um, uh, so let's start with let's start with Kyle Rittenhouse, um, the um, I get the the underaged vigilante that thought that it was his position to get an AR and travel across state lines to protect a, a Best Buy? I don't fucking know. Um, so let's let's start there. What are your reactions to what you have seen from this trial? Um anywhere from the uh the crocodile tears question mark that this this murderer cried, or this judge who is absolutely biased and shouldn't be a fucking judge in this trial um tell. i'm gonna start with you
2: so when it comes to rittenhouse as you said the 17 year old who at the time uh, shot three different people two of whom are dead and the one had to witness his um could be murderer come up on the the witness stand and what we all witnessed was someone um, try their best to cry, mm-hmm. though oh, wow. I didn't see any tears actually no. be shed. No. And uh, as we saw just a few months ago, and there's memes going around all over. He had a shirt that said "Free as Fuck," shooting pool in a bar yep. with Proud Boys members. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you're crying, your your attempt at crying really doesn't do anything for anyone, but prove your white guilt mm-hmm. and the whole narrative that we are used to seeing time and time again, and no one ever wants to call out. We've called it out so many times this year, and y'all are still going with that same rhythm to that beat. The beat don't work no more. Nobody's dancing mm-hmm. to that beat no more. Even white people ain't dancing to the beat no more, and they're calling you out. Even mainstream media is bringing it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> LeBron James even spoke on it. So if LeBron James spoke on it, white people know about it at this point. So <laughs> white supremacists, white nationalists, and people who think that the court system is on your side, it may be on your side, but also people are waking up mm-hmm. and calling shit out as they see it. Now, that motherfucking judge, mm-hmm. I wish I could see him on the streets. Let's just say that. <laughs> but, but did you see... Like, I had this one picture of him, like, just sitting there reading. I think it was, like, a cookie magazine or something. (laughs) Mm. Like, he really is taking this to heart in the sense of, like, he knows that, like... Rittenhouse is his adopted son. Yes. (laughs) It is is fucking coming off like he is
0: also on the defense council. Like that's what it's fucking Mm -hmm. coming off as. Sorry. Keep going. I'm just.
2: No, no, no. You're fine. Like giving him water. And I heard today, I need to get the catch up on stuff today. And I was a little upset. So I was like, let me just tone it on down. But I heard that he was walking around, just freely walking around. (laughs)
1: Jesus. (laughs) (laughs)
2: now now, i we don't know about this but this is not
0: (laughs) we don't know about this but this is not i mean i'm not like there's no way i'm like yeah that that tracks Mm -hmm. that tracks for this i mean yesterday he was
1: applauding one of the defense's witnesses so that's (laughs) because because he was a veteran he he asked before it started is anyone here a veteran the only veteran in the crowd was a defense witness and he's like everybody clap for the veteran
0: it's as if, it's as if, ju- like, like judicial bias is just like, we don't fucking care. I guess we don't care. And and truly, we don't, right? Like, that's, no, no, I, I, I agree with you in the sense that people are fucking waking up and seeing this behavior and being like, no, this is not the society we want to live in. However... People are still getting off on this fucking shit. So I am like, that is one thing that I am like furious about. I am, I am sitting here just waiting for them to just like acquit
2: this guy and hand him a fucking
0: uh, $5 foot long and send him on his way.
2: Actually, yesterday, matter of fact, as I was live speaking about Rittenhouse and the trial, a racist jumped on my um, podcast Jesus. and and commented, "God bless America." He's my hero. Da, 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 da. And so, you know, this is this is the world that we currently live in in 2021, where even if this little fuckface does serve time, he's going to be. We have to face the fact that he's going to be living comfortably mm-hmm. behind bars, and there are going to be million thousands of people donating money to him just Mm -hmm. solely because of what he has done he'll be a martyr he'll be a fucking martyr completely um and so we have to get used to thinking of things in that way but it doesn't mean that that means that we have to let that consume us or Mm -hmm. that that's the end all be all of things he's the example to be the motivation to let that be the last motherfucking time Mm -hmm. that we let some little kid do some shit like that
0: Mm -hmm.
2: agreed agreed
0: katrina would you have um reactions to that? i just
1: i think just to add that the prosecutor is also doing a terrible job <laughs> Yep. like it's not even this isn't- it's not even just the like judge stacked against Whatever. him the prosecutor isn't even trying so there's it's it's just all around they're putting on a show to basically pretend they're prosecuting this kid but it doesn't Mm -hmm. They're not doing shit. Yeah. They don't want him to go to jail. They don't care.
0: No. And I, I, this is, I mean, we are, we are in a situation like this is, this is so clear cut. I mean, this, I I know that I'm not, I'm not a, a legal scholar. I'm not a legal mind. So I can't like say this is a slam dunk case. But fuck, I mean, if it's, if it's not, what is this motherfucker literally took a gun he wasn't supposed to have across state lines where he wasn't supposed, what he did, where he didn't need to be and Inserted himself into a a situation that did not require his fucking help and shot three people. This is not hard. This this to me is just clearly, oh, well, so a guy went across state lines and shot some people because he wanted to shoot some people. I, like, this is a guy who's like, like, this is I, I just can't deal with this in the sense that like I've tried to sort of not avoid it, but like not not immerse myself in it just because. I'm not mentally equipped for when he is inevitably uh, acquitted. I'm not mentally there. (laughs) So I can't sit and watch this and like, just get fucking like infuriated over and over and over again. And then live my entire day as like, don't fucking talk to me. Like, I can't, I can't do that. So I'm like, get snippets under like, like truly understand where it's, where you feel like it's likely to go. And, Hopefully, be pleasantly surprised, but most likely be like, "Yep, that tracks." <laughs> but, but truly, I, I, I am, I am livid that this judge is still on this fucking case. Like, this is this is absolutely vile. This is
2: vile. First of all, Rittenhouse needs an ass whooping, <laughs> and the judge does too. <laughs> and I did so, like. The, isn't there if there's a mis- if there's a mistrial they can't try him in the state again or no, something depends,
1: like that? It um, depends if they deem it prosecuti- uh, prosecutorial misconduct mm-hmm. then they can't try him again. If it's not deemed that but obviously it would be because the judge would say that it is. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't they could try him again. Yeah. But the the way it's going it would be prosecutorial misconduct so they wouldn't be able to try him again.
2: Yeah. But that's just for the state, right? Like, they could take it to the Supreme Court or, like, they could take it to another state or something like that, right? Or like I a think small they could do federal. I th- yeah, you I know. think he could be charged federally. But I, I, I truly don't – Um, I
0: again,
1: yeah, I don't see it not – not,
0: not, I
2: don't see it happening.
0: I don't see it happening, but I'm also not pretending to be a, a fucking legal scholar and know exactly how things can shake out if they don't shake out the right way. Um, But – so we all need to – Keep our eyes peeled about that. Um, but truly, I am. <laughs> it is it is just wild to watch a judge just be this way in front of cameras and just be like,
1: "Oh, that's just because they're untouchable." Yep. Because they're essentially untouchable. He is he, he's elected, isn't he? I don't I don't I'm not for sure about whether the judges in Wisconsin are elected or appointed. But yeah, I think he feels safe. He's done crazy shit before, and he's still a judge, so <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah.
0: Um, one of the things I also wanted to talk about, um, Amada Arbery's uh, fucking murderers are also on trial. Um, one of the things uh, from this, again, this is another one where I am not trying to seep myself into it because... I have been disappointed before. So I'm trying not to seep myself into it. However, sometimes things slip through the cracks and make me very, very angry. And like I just need to talk about it. Um, the defense attorney, Kevin Goff. Go, Gof, Goff, Goff? i
2: have been struggling with that myself.
0: <laughs> G-O-U-G-H, y'all. Um, the defense attorney, um, while in court, <laughs> which which I'm just going to say this. If you're going to say something like this, wait till you're out of court. Don't say it in the courtroom or do it in the sidebar with the judge where no one else can fucking hear you. Um, complained about black pastors sitting with the um, sitting with Ahmaud Arbor's family. Um, and and said <laughs> the, the quote was uh, I don't have the sorry let me let me I'm gonna paraphrase because I don't have the exact quote here because I don't have it up because I'm not prepared and I'm not good at my job but <laughs> um, he said we don't need a we don't need more black pastors here we don't want uh, every time he's uh, someone sitting with the family it's like uh, Al Sharpton and then Jesse Jackson and that like can I just say this is a bad thing to say if you're, like, if you're trying to win this. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a bad thing for a lawyer to say. And it's kind of questionable how the lawyer can be comfortable enough to say some of this, like, to say this shit. This seems insane to me. Like, even on the, even in the like, unbalanced justice system scale that we exist in on this plane, on this mortal plane. (laughs) We, I still think this is one of those things where it's like, think this, don't say this out loud. Am I wrong? Like, what did, what, what are the other reactions to it? Cause I think this is a fucking, like, uh, uh, let's look, I'm, I'm even moving past my absolute outrage that this fucker decided to say this in a room with air in it. But also the fact that the fact that he said it and was just like, yeah, this is a normal thing I could say. <laughs> like, how are you this comfortable, my man? That's crazy. Uh go reactions, please.
2: The 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 it's I, I, it's kind of the same thing as like the judge and the jury with Pinosha. Um the demographics of the area and lack of diversity and color has a really big impact on mm-hmm. the thoughts and and minds of the people involved. And so they're really playing up to that. They can, they're essentially insulated in a bubble whether or not the greater America um, sees the issues with this or not as irrelevant if the immediate community is not on on the same page. And unfortunately, I think they're using that to their advantage, Mm -hmm. um, which is some really fucked up shit.
1: Yeah, there's and one I black list- person. One black this- person on the whole thing. I was going to say, this is
0: the same fucking trial where they were able to weed out everybody black except for one person. Mm-hmm. 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 Cool. And that's the problem. Yep. Cool. Yep. Well, I mean, like, that's that's absolutely wild. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those where it's like, it's so insane and then oh no no it's not it's typical. This is the thing that happens in this country. It's America. This yeah. is this is what happens in America. The greatest country on earth. This can happen all and this does happen all the time. It is it is absolutely infuriating and I just I mean uh, I, hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Uh but yeah, let's move on to our first main topic speaking of cartoonish villains um representative paul gosar Um, who is most known for being a right-wing troll from Arizona whose entire family hates him. Literally his entire family hates him. He has multiple (laughs) siblings. Um, They put out an attack ad against uh, him. Multiple siblings who got together to release an ad saying, don't vote for our shithead sibling. He sucks. I'm not kidding. This is fucking real. They hate him and you should too. Um, Paul Gosar released, uh, not released, he, I guess, tweeted, tweeted? out or retweeted, uh, tweeted out a, um, some, uh, a photoshopped version of a, an Attack on Titan, which is an anime that I don't watch, so please, everyone who watches, um, anime, specifically Attack on Titan, please, I do apologize, give me some, give me some leeway, I don't know this, <laughs> um, but, uh, he tweeted out a version of this where he play where he is photoshopped as I believe the villain of the show, <laughs> and he uh, I guess in the in the video kills uh, a, a photoshopped version of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, and then is like diving with two swords, uh, about to stab President Biden. Um, so I'd like to start here. How is this still up? How is he still active on Twitter? And how is the tweet still up? The tweet now has like a...
1: Oh, it's got a hateful content yeah, warning. It's got a
0: hateful content warning, but it's still available. Um, why? why? What is, what, what's, Katrina, I'm going to start with you. What the fuck is Twitter doing?
1: I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand.
2: <laughs> you, I just Googled it, and I think I found it. So, yeah.
1: you, it's still they, up. They banned Donald Trump. So why are you still afraid to actually take action against other politicians? Yeah. I don't understand. No, like, we're not
0: going to freak out if you ban Paul Gosar. None of us care. No. We're not, we're not, there's not going to be a He's massive not level. an
1: important person to have. This is a threatening video against a member of Congress and the president. Yeah. And they're just like, this is fine. We'll just put a label on it. Like, I can't stand Twitter's inability to just... Police its fucking site. correctly abide by its own policies.
2: Mm-hmm. John tell what okay, do you think? at least it's not as bad as Facebook. Facebook's mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facebook is the worst with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. The worst. Facebook not I'm only not on Twitter enough. And I think I need to be, because like I heard some like really awesome shit goes down in the Twitterverse. But uh I really don't have a bone to pick with Twitter. I am I completely understand like this shit needs to be taken down. It, it's just, it's just fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it also speaks to like the difference. Be, what all I'm getting out of this is how fucked up Facebook is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will say, as someone who as someone who pays too much attention to uh, Twitter news and what's going on there, Twitter is very, very bad at policing its own site and fo- policing its own rules when it comes to when it comes to this. And I, I would argue, like one of the things that I, I would argue that Twitter is responsible for a decent amount of of. Uh, uh, terribly negative events that happened. Um, People are... I mean, Facebook is very, very bad too. I I would argue that Facebook's worse. I'm I'm with you on that. Facebook is like a... Facebook's like... (laughs) doing its best to try to churn out as much hate as possible and then direct people to that hate where they're like, you know what group you might want to join? It's like, Whoa, wait, what? (laughs) Like, uh, that's, that's very bad. Like they, they had like the, the, uh, like numerous stories about the face, like the Facebook papers or whatever, and like how they created a, they created a uh, an AI uh, profile, and that AI profile was fed so much like right wing lunacy, <laughs> like it was just so e- it so easily was able to find like right wing hate groups, <laughs> and it's like you existed for a very short amount of time. How the fuck is this possible? But it's just one of those like it it shows that social media companies are really 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 bad at apps at like policing their site, right? Like. They're they're so deathly afraid of this like label of anti-free speech that they're like, we'll let whatever speech fly, including threats made by important people um, to other people who will then be threatened by other people. (laughs) Like if you think that if you think that Paul Gosar threat, like putting out a video killing AOC isn't going to lead to Paul Gosar fans going on the site and threatening the life of AOC, you're fucking crazy.
2: Right, right. Yeah, I think it's
1: I think it's all social networks that have this problem, yeah. really. Because I you you mentioned like Facebook leading people to right wing stuff. I know when I go on Twitter and I so rarely do, and I'm using the Alcoholics account, and there's like <laughs> the twenty five alcohol- people that follow it, so the that's al- al- all I see. The
0: Alcoholics lurker account, because we don't tweet from it. I no. just I don't I don't have the um the ability to. S- to, something something about me just, I won't switch my profile to tweet from alcoholics. I just won't do it. <laughs> um, so I'll just, I'll, like it's. it now just exists as like a Kevin Durant burner account that he can fucking stalk people from. Yeah, uh, but uh, like
1: it does, it does like, I had to change the settings around because it kept like sending me Ben Shapiro tweets for some fucking reason, even though we don't follow anybody that likes Ben Shapiro. And every time you look in like a comment section of a tweet, it always leads with the most controversial tweet. Mm-hmm. So how is that fucking not leading you? Like you can't change that setting either. You can't see like the most, uh, most popular reply to the tweet. It's always the most controversial right wing thing is the top one. So it's not just fa- like all these social media networks are feeding us right wing shit and they don't
0: police because, their shit. Because hate, has more clicks. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> like
0: like anger, uh hate, divisiveness. These things are the things that get the most traction, the most attention, the most clicks, the most likes. If you say something nice about someone, we're like, I don't fucking care. Give me the give me the the, the sauce. Give me that like hot sauce. Like I want to I want to hate somebody today. That's that's unfortunately what a lot of like social media has been boiled down to. And I'll admit I'm on the same wavelength, man. Like I every so often I get I see that Tulsi Gabbard's trending and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on today with Tulsi Gabbard? I guess I gotta go online and talk about how much I fucking hate Tulsi Gabbard. I do that and I shouldn't, and I know that's wrong.
2: <laughs> but- Let me live in your world because <laughs> I am okay, yeah. So like part of my thing is, you know, spirituality and being optimistic and thinking well and positive and being healthy and all that but i also like am a raging fucking maniac when it comes (laughs) to talking about social justice and i will rant and rave about things all the time and like no one says anything but as soon as i post something positive i can post a like a fluffy lamb, and people go crazy no (laughs) no that's that's the opposite
0: of how the internet is working but that is the exact way it is supposed to work
2: in my opinion that's great and all but I want people to rant and rave with me
0: <laughs> I don't care about this fluffy puppy. do you hear what Joe Manchin oh. fucking did today? <laughs> um, let's uh I also wanted to point out in within this story um, obviously this is like a tech story. Uh, there are uh, you know obvious problems with this but there's also clearly a political story one a member of a political party uh, is like cosplaying killing another member of, a, of, of sorry a member of another political party on um, Twitter and they work together they they're literally colleagues which is really weird it's it's as if I w- it's as if you go to work in an office and um, Craig two uh, cubicles down is like sending uh, a mass email to everybody in the office showing him stabbing you in the throat it's pretty fucking wild and we might right. want to have a conversation about Craig right so Craig's friends probably would come up to Craig and be like hey man you probably shouldn't be doing this this is a pretty weird thing to do you guys work together you know no, what I mean you know
1: what would happen he would be fired immediately <laughs> he would be fired immediately yeah. nobody would talk to him <laughs> HR would just be like pack your shit up you're no, gone you
0: gotta get yeah. out of here you can't be yep. here no. which is
1: wild because honestly like people love to hate AOC but mm-hmm. she is subjected to so much harassment yeah. workplace and just you know general from Twitter, it's it's crazy. Like the the fact, the things that are allowed in the U.S. Congress mm-hmm. for colleagues to do to each other, it's it is insane when you think about it in that context.
0: So so with that in mind, um, I I, I we you know take a look to be like, okay, I, the leadership of the party that this person is in should be doing something about this, right? Uh, Paul Gosar, Paul Gosar is a um, Republican member of Congress. There should be Some sort of reaction from Republican members of Congress, um, i.e., stripping him of committee. Honestly, truly, he should be expelled from Congress. That's just true, right? But they're not. We understand that they're not going to be there. So let's talk about other things that they can do: strip him of his committee uh, committee uh, uh, assignments, Um, essentially ostracize him, get someone to fucking run against him. Um, We're not seeing any of that from the leadership of the Republican Party. They're too busy trying to punish people who have voted for the. Bipartisan infrastructure bill or uh, punish people who don't say that Donald Trump won the fucking election. Um, what do we think about the fact that we are uh, dealing with a two party system where one of the parties is coddling um, like murder cosplayers and uh, going after people who are, I guess, g- governing. Um Dantel, I'll start with you.
2: I am completely, entirely sick and tired of being sick and tired <laughs> of democrats and republicans and this is something i had a i had a guest on the other day um who uh ran for city council here in lancaster just recently uh, where i live and they ran as a third party candidate they ran for their own party that they created called the gold goose party shout out to joey dastra and his brother tony dastra who also ran for mayor at one point too. Um, I'm just completely sitting firm in the fuck the two party system mentality. Now mm-hmm. I'm not wavering. I'm not going back. And so like anything that has any semblance of that anymore, I'm going to call for what it is and say, fuck both of y'all. Y'all, It's not even just y'all two sides to the same coin. Y'all are literally standing hand in hand at this point is the way that I see it. And so like, I'm I, like, I can't unsee that now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like where I am with things. Okay.
0: I, I, I'm going to push back just a little bit, Miss, because I, I do agree that both parties definitely have flaws. And the fact that we're in a two-party system is pretty fucked up when it comes to us actually getting anything done. Um, I think with, with a multi-party system, there's a definite chance that you find different coalitions uh, getting together to work on, on different things that can actually benefit the country. I think that's, I think that's great. However... I think there's definitely a difference between the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, i.e. I don't remember any, uh, I don't remember the Democratic Party inspiring people to storm the Capitol and change the votes so that Hillary Clinton becomes the president. I don't remember any member of the Democratic Party fucking putting out a video killing members of the Republican Party. Like, if, if now let's be clear, if if Rashida Talib puts out a video where she's John Wick and she's mowing <laughs> down members of the Republican party. Yeah. We're, we're in a bit of a pickle there, but I do think, I do think, unfortunately, Sorry. unfortunately, when it comes to, when it comes to actually governing, I do think that, you know, Democrats vaguely try to govern. Republicans absolutely don't want to govern. And when they're, when it's coupled together, you can definitely see like how nothing gets done because of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with I agree. that. I just yeah. don't think that both parties are the same just for the sheer fact that one of our parties is literally now becoming an authoritarian fascist uh, um, uh, party that that actively is trying to get less people voting and less benefits to people that need benefits. Well, I, com- I completely agree with all that.
2: Mm-hmm. I just see them both as, like, two siblings. <laughs> and they're both – they're just both bratty and bad, but they have two different, like, personalities. But yeah. they're both the same family members to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like – Okay, well, let's get a new family in
0: here. <laughs> yeah, I would love, I would love for some cousins to come in and do some governing. Katrina, what do you, oh. what do you think about, uh, what do you think about um, uh, the the GOP's lack of ability to police what Paul Gosar? I mean,
1: did? what a fucking shock, right? Like, oh, the the party that let Donald Trump try to kill them and didn't do anything <laughs> about it. The, those same can, Congress members uh, who were hiding uh, and fearing for their lives mm-hmm. on, on January 6, and then went, nah, it was fine. It was just a tour. Can I just point out they were out, just touring the Capitol like can, normal people?
0: Can I just point out <laughs> this is something that I've said about this, and I, I will say it until the end because I think this is very very true. Um, like no name, Repo- like there are some Republicans that probably would have made it through, right? If if the if the mob finds um, the members of Congress. There are probably Republicans that would have made it through, those big-name Republicans that everybody knows, that everyone knows that are crazy, right? However, the small-name right-wing people, you know you're going to get murdered, too, right? Mm. Like, here's the thing. They don't know who you they are. They don't know who you are. Right. They're you're like no, I'm a I'm a real right winger from Kansas. They're like I don't know. You seem like a left winger from California to me, and I don't have anything indicating what you are. So I'm just gonna go ahead and blah blah you too. Like that's what it is. Like truly, these people they were they were coming into your place of work to kill all of you. They would not have. been... What are they gonna do? Oh well, he said he was. He says he's a Republican who loves Trump. So I guess I'll believe him and go kill his neighbor. Like no, they're gonna go ahead and kill all of you because they're not sure which ones are the ones that they hate. Like, that's just true. And it's yeah. fucking crazy that, that that's not talked about more. That these people are like, I'm, I'm like, you are out, you are outwardly defending people that were coming to your place of work to kill you.
1: I mean, I think it's so hilarious how... Right after it happened, there were there were quite a few Republicans who were like, "This was terrible. the you know Ashley Babbitt's killing was justified, and then they saw the way like The polls were going Mm -hmm. and their party was going and they're like, no, that was murder. They saw
0: where their Republican base was going. Literally, there was like, there was like you had said specifically, there was a guy who said that he's like, I was a police officer and Ashley Babbitt's uh, killing was justified. She was coming in to do something and we, they had, they gave her warning and they shot her and they probably should have shot her sooner. And then he was, and then he went on a fucking right, like, like months later, like around like a couple months ago or, or like last month, went on a right wing radio show and fucking went, this was a murder and they need to investigate this. It's like, <laughs> what are you, fu-? what, <laughs> my yeah. man, when, when you thought you were fucking gonna die, you were like, kill this motherfucker, <laughs> waste him. <'em." laughs> It is, it is so, sorry, I cut you off because this whole thing, that whole thing, we don't talk yeah. enough. I'm so, we don't talk enough about the fact that literally there was a fucking mob that got together and breached the Capitol to kill elected officials. They brought zip ties to take hostages. They were prepared to kill, to quote, hang Mike Pence, unquote, and kill Nancy Pelosi. There were all over, they were all across the political spectrum it would have been a fucking bloodbath like we don't talk about that nearly enough and i i i hate that we have gone so long without being like hey what are we going to shouldn't we shouldn't we do something about those people <laughs> um, but Katrina i'm sorry i cut you off no, cuz no, no, i no
1: no that was just my point <laughs> I I, so i'm i'm totally shocked that they're letting him get away with this and not censoring him so shocked
0: um and before we go to, the, to our last topic of the day, uh, uh, John Tell, let me just ask you, um, uh, you think that when we're talking about, when we're talking about, um, you know, the scales of, of what is right and wrong, we can probably equate um, posting a, a murder video on, on your uh, social media feed to voting against legislation that your party doesn't support, right? They're the same thing, right? <laughs> They're the same, so I don't know what we're. What, I don't even know what the the segment's about because they're the same, right? We agree with that. <laughs> I I I do I do think like I do agree with you that like over like as a whole Congress is fucking broken. Um, I I, I, I Congress is broken.
1: Our entire government needs to be overhauled. It needs. It's to be- just that who's gonna do that
0: yep it's just unfortunately we keep right. electing people that don't have the
1: corporations run this <clears throat> company
2: it's but it's it's not even all of the above but mm. it's not even any of those either it's the fact that as a society since the 1950s we have become so fucking scummy and not non-disciplined as a society that we really could not do a really good intensive overhaul of our country and structures in general, Mm -hmm. because not all of us are collectively that disciplined to be on the same page to get it fucking done. Mm -hmm. I just cannot see it happening. Um, Do I want it to happen? Yes. With, with all of my might, with all of my being in every fiber of my soul, but I just don't think that it's going to be this, this, this current like time period. Like, but I think I, I think that, like, Gen-Zers Gen, uh, and, like, After will are, are going to lay the, the, the foundations and the groundwork for it to happen. And I feel like millennials and Gen-Xers are the ones that had the knowledge to, like, plant the seeds mm-hmm. for those foundations to work. Yeah. So, like, we are going to get there. It's just that right now we're in such a fucky place that we can't see it. Yeah. And we won't. And we're still letting, like you know, boomers fucking govern. <laughs> like, we're we're
0: still letting people that are, like, we're still letting octogenarians, but, like, literally Chuck Grassley, who's, like,
2: 88, is like, oh, I'm running for re-election. And we're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, so... so... I was just talking about this the other night on my show. Like, first of all, okay, so the Democratic Party, right? Yeah. And I, Biden, I, I voted for Biden, but it was definitely, for me, the lesser of two evils kind of situation. Gotcha. I didn't want to vote for him, but I did. That was what we got. That was what I, you know, whatever. Yeah. But okay, we've got three years left of this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. When the three years are done, Mm -hmm. are you still going to want to vote for him for the people that still want to vote for him? And even then he's old as it is. He was old going into this term. (laughs) Yep. He's gonna be oldest. You wanna vote for him for another four years after that? How old is is he gonna survive?
1: Well that's <laughs> their that backup. Of, so, that so, leads right. us into our next topic. That yeah. actually
0: yeah, I was like I was I was sitting there and like I'm like, how do I ask him to stop because I need him to hold off for one sec one second to say that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I I'm I'm 100% with you. I'm I'm sick of us electing people in like the in like their 80s and 70s and being like these are the ones who have the knowledge to lead us. It's like right, but a, a lot of the stuff that is gonna happen to us, they're not gonna be here for. So they're less inclined to care about it. Like like I'd imagine maybe if if Joe Manchin was like you know <laughs> 40 instead of 70, he'd be like huh maybe we should care about the planet a little bit more, but he fucking doesn't. Like no. he's like, he's like, you know, I, I, have, I founded a coal company. So I pretty much fucking love destroying the environment. Like that's his thing. He's, that's his, if you would ask, if you would ask me like, what do you think Joe Manchin's kink is? I'd say it is like playing like, you know, uh, coal, coal plant fantasies. I think he just <laughs> loves coal. Anyway. Um, let's move on to, yeah, sorry for putting that in your head. Let's move on to the last topic. Let's move on to the last topic. We, um, now, uh, it was about a year ago-ish, um, maybe give or take a couple of days, where networks called the race for Joe Biden, um, and Joe Biden became the president-elect and soon became the 46th president of the United States, not without some um, opposition, i.e. <laughs> a bunch of people trying to kill the vice president to stop it from happening. Um, so we are we are about one year into in from when he was uh, announced as, wait, is it one year? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, again, time doesn't exist for me. Um, He's uh, we were about one year um, from when he was um, announced as becoming uh, being the president elect. Um, we have seen ups and downs, and I kind of wanted to go over what we think about um, the the current um, uh, the current status of the president. His poll numbers are uh, started out. F- pretty pretty high he had that honeymoon period and then they dropped um and have been kind of coasting in a pretty low like one of the, one of the lowest um uh, uh, averages of polls at this time since you know the last guy um uh so and and i think i think we can say safely the three people that are on this podcast right now did not vote for him in the primary we talk about that a decent amount um, i I know Katrina, we have, you have, uh, you kind of got me. I was way back in the day when, um, Trump was the president and I was spiraling and I'm like, someone needs to stop him. And I I was like, like, well, before the election, I'm like, we got to get Joe Biden in here. My man, Joe's going to get it done. And then, um, I looked up stuff about Joe Biden and went, uh, oh, (laughs) Um, uh, oh, maybe this, maybe this wasn't the best call for me. Um, uh, so let's start with, let's start with Katrina. I want to, I actually do want to start with, um, uh, before we start with like how how we think it's going, I would like to start with how you felt when um, the election was called for Joe Biden, Katrina. How did you feel um, on the whatever day? I think it was a Friday um, when we were watching um, the news and we were uh, we got the, we got the call that um, Joe Biden had won the election.
1: I mean, just relief. I think is the, probably the collective emotion of everybody. It wasn't like you know. It, Joy or, or like, Mm -hmm. enthusiasm. It was just relief. Like, finally can release that
0: deep breath you were holding. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the, anyone who is any sort of liberal had been under the crazy amount of stress for four years dealing with (laughs) Donald Trump and just relief. Just, I, that's, that was definitely what my emotion was.
0: John Tal, what about you?
2: Uh, I, I kind of want to agree uh, that I felt some sense of relief, but what I more so felt was like, um, just a transfer of power, like mm-hmm. it over, like getting a new landlord. I guess <laughs> kind of like a slightly better landlord with slightly cheaper rent. That's kind of what it felt like. So it was like, okay. Well, I'm going back to work now. Like it it wasn't, you know, um, and like you had mentioned, like after doing some studying on Biden, like I'm just kinda like, Well, this is what we have, Mm -hmm. like, this is what this is what we got. Yeah. Um, I didn't really go beyond that because I felt like if I did, I would get a little stressed out. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's nowhere ever near to like the stress that I would endure with the fuck face because of all the stuff that we saw on TV um, combined with the stuff that I knew that happened behind closed doors was just very stressful. Mm -hmm. At least this is like stuff behind closed doors that I don't really necessarily have to debate with America about because they're not seeing it. They don't know about it. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, it's kind of easier that makes sense. Yeah, no. I, I will say I I think I i I'm, I'm
0: I agree with both of you that it was like one of those you get to take a collective like a collective sigh, right? Like like um, it, it, whether whether you're I I don't think that you know. Um, A lot of people weren't like, we fucking love Joe Biden. It was more like, we got to fucking get this guy out of here ASAP. So, so I will say like, I definitely got to, I got to have that side of relief. I felt, I, I truly, I think I felt better than, than a lot of like, than, than, than both of you felt in the sense that like uh, the, it the the trump presidency heavily weighed on me and i don't i'm not saying it didn't weigh on everybody else but truly i felt like like <laughs> this is going to sound this is going to sound really shillish i felt thankful for joe biden <laughs> where i was just like look man we had to beat this guy and though i didn't vote for him in the primary and i don't necessarily follow i don't i don't necessarily agree with ev- like all of his policies he's he's one of the like uh, one of the people that were running in the race that I didn't want to win. I do think that we needed him in that moment, and I'm glad that we had him in that moment. And now that that moment's gone, uh, it'd be cool if he was like, "All right, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta pop on some aviators and drive the fuck off." <laughs> totally. Um, let's let's start with now. Now we're gonna do <laughs> not really a compliment sandwich. We're gonna start with the good. We're gonna start with what we think Joe Biden has done good. Um, thus far in his presidency. And then we will say something that we think needs, uh, needs improvement. Um, so I, 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 Katrina, I'll start with you. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think um, Joe Biden has done well in uh, his presidency thus far?
1: Oh, I think obviously the uh, American Rescue Plan, getting that passed was mm-hmm. very good. Um, and I, I will say he has been... I, I was so worried after he ran and talked so much about bipartisanship mm-hmm. that he would just not do anything without Republican support. yeah, and that's not what he's done. so i'm I'm definitely happy that that wasn't the case that he didn't wasn't delusional and thought that he could actually get Republicans to vote for anything he wanted to pass. Um, yeah, I think that's all. all I would think- really say.
0: I think I <laughs> he's think, been
1: more progressive than I expected. Yeah,
0: I, I'll say I'll say um, in addition to that, because um, I do think that that's I think that's great. I think the child uh, child tax credit's great. Um, and I do agree with you that, like, I, one of the things I really, really hated about his run was how often he would be like, they're going to come to their senses after uh, after I get elected. And they'll they'll come across the aisle and work with me on everything because I, I know how to work with the Senate and I know how to work bipartisan. blah." I'm a white man. They love me in here. Um, So uh, after all of that, like, I am very glad that he is not afraid to like early on um, press secretary, press secretary Jen Psaki kept going on about how their version of what bipartisanship is, is different than what um, like the Republicans believe it is. The Republicans believe like you have to get X amount of Republican votes for it to be bipartisan. Um, The Biden administration's like, if, a majority of the country is for it, including the majority of Republicans uh, that are, you know, not like not elected Republicans, but those Republicans polled. Um, then I think that's bipartisan. That's something we're going to work. That's something we're going to work on. I think that that was a really good, um, a really good thing um, early on in the presidency, saying like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fall for their nonsense of I need to get a Republican vote on this so that it's bipartisan, knowing that the Republicans actively uh, don't want to, you know, they they're not they're not a group that tends to really want to work on stuff Um, they're more of the put like uh, try to jam as much stuff uh, gum up the gum up the works until everybody's angry about everything, and they put them back in charge. So I do think that that is that was a good um, mental philosophy to go in with, not like not begging for Republican votes or waiting for Republican votes, but actually, you know, just forging ahead. on Now, unfortunately, he has to do that for Democratic. Unfortunately, votes. Unfortunately, we have to do that with Democratic votes because we've got a couple of Democrats that are fucking assholes and are like, "What's that? Uh, so many people voted for this agenda. Eighty-four million people voted for this." this very progressive agenda. I don't know. I like coal, so I don't think that's something I'm, in, I'm interested in doing, but this isn't a segment about Joe Manchin. Um, tell what did you, what do you think um, the Biden administration did right um, in the, in the early stages now um, uh, up to now?
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm just well, waiting for not a damn thing. <laughs> I mean, I was going to, I was going to actually say that, but I <laughs> I will be kind and say that prior to the Biden administration coming into fruition, there was a lot of, like, problematic stuff that would be said. Um, Not that he's racist in any way, but you ain't black if you don't vote for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a a bad joke that did not work (laughs) right 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 that kind of rhetoric like did seem to go away Mm. and he did make a lot of attempts to diversify the cabinet each time that people called him out on lack of diversity so that is something that really stuck out to me and I will say you know what I'll give him that but other than that (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I
0: think his. I, I will say his his cabinet appointments. Um. Uh, his. Uh, sorry. His cabinet appointments and judicial appointments are are a, a pretty diverse group of people, and I think that that's very very good. It's not just a bunch of like white dudes running the show. Um. Which is fucking great. Like he he. Um. But I, I believe I don't have the stats in front of me. But um. He had had like you know. Out of out the gate of him like appointing people, had one of the most diverse staffs of any US president, which I thought was fucking awesome. Like, pretty sure
1: it's the most, diverse, it's, 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 it's,
0: it is the most, but I don't have like, I didn't want to say that without the stats in front of me because
2: I thought so too, right? Right,
0: because what cause
1: the, once, devo- the most diverse cabinet for sure,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. Um, okay, so John Tall, I'm gonna go to you first for needs improvement. What has uh, what has the Biden administration done that you are? uh, that you are not happy
2: with? The there's well, obviously there's okay. a lot of things. All right. Hang on good.
0: everybody buckle up. We got five hours. Hit me up. Let's go.
2: <laughs> Cause I have wrote down, not just, I wrote it down literally like it's everything.
1: <laughs> I literally
2: wrote it down like that because it's everything. But I, <laughs> I will say, um, Immigration is really the one thing. Like yep. any everything concerning immigration and just how the administration has handled it compared to the previous administration, I feel like it's been up and ante and it's very visible compared to like other topics and things that are a little less linear, if you will, compared to the past administration. So we can't really gauge things that especially because it's only a year in. Yeah. But um with 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 this specific topic and engaging just a year and seeing all the different issues that we've seen, publicly at least, not even mentioning things behind closed doors that mainstream people are not aware of, but just the the short things that we've seen, the stories that I've covered, concerning just issues around immigration completely, just in general, um, I feel like things have gotten worse. And I think for a lot of people, the air feels that way, and it's still a hot topic that is amongst discussion. and, and debate amongst a lot of people, and I don't feel like anything's gotten better, and that's just going off of feeling. Yeah. I also am still very, very, very upset with him about the handling of, in particular, Haitian refugees seeking yep. um, asylum here in the US. That right. was something that really struck a chord in my heart, the way that they responded to it and then addressed their response to it, or lack thereof, mm-hmm. um addressing their response to it, everything was very half-assed, and it just—it it really has left a bad taste in my mouth, like really bad. Like you know when you drink water and it has that metallic taste, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, fucking horrible." That's what it's like, and now I'm just tasting metal with everything I eat. Like Biden, fix your shit. Yeah,
1: I think that's totally fair. I think that. The Biden administration's approach to immigration has been uh, do whatever Trump did until somebody points it out and people start commenting enough on it. Mm -hmm. And, And the media does not cover it like at all. Yeah. So, oh, well, so well, things on. only get traction if, like, on social media, people are mm-hmm. constantly talking about it. And once that mm-hmm. happens, then they'll talk about it, and then the Biden administration will be like, "You know what? You're right. We're going to reverse our policy." <laughs> they just do whatever mm-hmm. they want to do until mm-hmm. someone points it out and it gets enough traction. That's will,
0: that's their whole policy. I will <laughs> say the only way, and like the, the Biden administration has been failing in the in the immigration portion of their of the administration. And and the only thing the only thing I would amend with what you said is the the only time the uh, uh, mainstream media really talks about it is to talk about how whether or not Kamala Harris or Joe Biden have visited the border. That's literally the only time they fucking have a fucking story about it. It's literally like did they visit the border? That's it. That they they don't like mm-hmm. like it is not it is not something that's in the forefront of um America's mind with besides the uh, obvious like right wing I fucking hate immigration and we need to get rid of all of it. Like other than that like when it, when you're you're absolutely right that the the media doesn't cover it in like any sort of meaningful and um helpful way specifically with with um the with with haitian um uh, like people trying to like this that was absolutely disgusting and vile and um another one of the like failed uh biden immigration policies now i will say um I, i i i I'm not trying to be a shill. Um, they are the Biden administration is still trying to protect like DACA recipients, which is which is more than the last administration did. But truly, that might be the only thing that they are doing differently than the last administration that that actually has a has a helpful impact. Like they're still using that fucking bullshit of um, uh, using some sort of like uh, uh, ac- uh, some sort of um, code that like. We can deport people because of a health emergency, um, so they're using that to try to deport a lot of people. Which we, which they called abhorrent when uh, Biden called abhorrent when he was running and said he was going to do do this uh, differently. This his immigration policy has been almost lockstep in, uh with with uh, the previous administration policy, yep. aside from like one or two small things. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Immigration has been an absolute abhorrent failure for this uh, for this administration. Um, and that's something that Biden needs to get it to fucking together with. Um, uh, before we go, we want to do one last thing. No,
1: oh, that wasn't all oh, I didn't like about sorry, Biden. Sorry, my apologies.
0: my apologies. I thought we all talked about that. My apologies. Go ahead. Go, go, go.
1: Uh, well, first of all. <laughs> I'm in the doghouse,
0: y'all. I got to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obviously, the handling of the withdrawal from Afghanistan was a big fuck up. Yep and that's literally I think when his, think not uh, not addressing that would be crazy that was
0: when his, that was literally when his approval rating uh, dropped and stayed dropped
1: mm-hmm. and and I don't I do not disagree with withdrawing from Afghanistan at all but you could have communicated with the people of Afghanistan mm-hmm. you could have evacuated all the people that helped us you could have completely avoided the mad rush to the airport that resulted in so many deaths, including deaths of U.S. service people. Like, you could have changed your immigration policies so we didn't have to turn away a bunch of people that helped us. Like, absolutely insane the way that that was handled and reckless, Mm -hmm.
0: completely reckless. I agree, I agree. Um, And yeah, I... I I do apologize for almost not letting you do that. You're absolutely right. Um, Cause you're right. One of the things that like, again, we had talked about his approval rating dropping. That's truly, and, and I'm not trying to like put this in the, in the lens of like, this was a political failure for his campaign or his, uh, his uh, president. Like this is a human failure that resulted in the loss of a lot of lives that were unnecessarily lost. Mm-hmm. Now, Do any of us think that, like, a withdrawal from Afghanistan was going to be um, super simple and not have any sort of issues? No. We built a fucking really shitty card house, like, two decades ago and have been – and decided we're going to, like, fucking – You know, bring the cart, pull pull the card house down. But we decided to pull it from like one of the bottom fucking spokes, and it all came crumbling down. It's it. It wasn't. It was never going to be an easy thing, but it definitely could have been a better uh, a better situation. And he did not make he did not make it easy by really like by the way that it was done. And one of the things that we had talked, one of the things, at least I know we have talked about on this podcast was uh, one of the strengths of Joe Biden um, tends to be his ability to empathize. His speech where he seemingly laid like the blame of the uh chaos at the feet of the uh Afghani soldiers was fucked up. It is literally fucked up saying that, you know, we can't fight for a country that doesn't want to fight. Like they're the they took the bulk of the fucking casualties in this quagmire that we put them in. So I I, I think that it's really fucked up that like like for someone who has such an ability to empathize and truly make you feel like he understands that pain, he wanted to, I guess, seem like a tough American hero and decided to forego that in his speech and lay the blame at someone else when truly the buck stops with the US. We fucked up that situation. We destabilized that region. We can't like pretend that that that, that didn't happen. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> well, I'd about.
1: also like to call out not using his executive powers to do the things that he can do to help the American people. Mm-hmm. Like, forgive student debt.
0: Yeah. I, I knew we were going to... See, that's what I thought we would mention in the next thing. But but I agree with you that, like...
1: He should have done it already. Yeah. There's yeah. absolutely... It's so fucking stupid that he hasn't.
0: <laughs> well... When you say it, where yeah, you said you're talking about student loan debt, but you also in the last two podcasts said, "Listen,
1: I'm not advocating for it. I'm just saying what would be a great political strategy." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the the absolute responsible thing to do would yeah. be to forgive student debt now.
0: Yeah. All of it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. People shouldn't be people shouldn't be going into you know an un, unsurmountable debt to get an education so that they can get the same job they would get if they didn't get an education because we don't really seem to value this anymore. And it was just something that was ingrained in, in adults who could afford to go to college. And now it's still being ingrained in, in children who definitely fucking can't afford to go to college unless they wanna to go to, into debt for the rest of their life. And that's kind of where we're uh, sticking people. And that's pretty fucked up. And the fact that Joe Biden acknowledges that, acknowledge, acknowledge, they, they have the ability, they, they have, a memo that gives them the ability to fucking help with this. If not, get rid of the whole goddamn thing, they can help with this. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, don't what think don't you know? The power. You old fucking man, get this done. I've done it for, for
1: billions of people, but I don't think I have the power. I
0: know that you got to go to college for uh $75 and a slim gym, but unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately <laughs> for us. We are now going to college for tens of thousands of dollars that accrues interest at the rate of 150,000 fucking percent. <laughs> so, w- uh, my my great great grand cats will be paying off my fucking student loan debt. <laughs> what do you, Sean? What do you think about student loan debt?
2: <laughs> Sorry, we're else, we else. We've not been screwed. a screaming. hard concept to grasp, and I don't understand why these old fucks cannot understand. No. Like, none of them seem to understand how difficult it is to make a living and pay your bills mm-hmm. and, and just survive day-to-day. Day. And then try to, quote-unquote, educate yourself <laughs> to get a better – it's just it's, it's just whole rat race, Ponzi scheme of life. And they got the, the, the great end of the shitty stick, so everything's all good in their hood, and they can continue to see life in those ro- rose-colored lenses. But the rest of us fuck cannot see what they see. You know, we do see what they see, but we're not jealous. We're not. You know what I'm saying? Like we live in reality here, we just want a real reality. Mm-hmm. Well they like they went to college at a time
0: where you can have a minimum wage job that literally would pay for your college education.
2: Talk about it.
0: And then we and then we decided that we were going to uh start paying CEOs more, keep paying uh regular people the same, and also increase the price of fucking everything. So, like they, they lived in a time where this was something that was attainable and now it's not attainable, and we need to have some sort of fucking change for that. We need like Things, one of the things that you hear from, like, for example, a lot of, I'm, I'm basing this off of television shows, because I don't think my parents ever said this to me, but a lot of parents on television shows will say, I just want your life to be better than mine, right? <laughs> I, I'm, i as an adult, I want to make it easier for you. I want your life to be better than mine. Why aren't these motherfuckers following this concept? <laughs> this is a, This is the right. easiest sitcom concept that they can follow, and they just refuse to. It's fucking stupid. Like, why are we doing this? Why are we having this fucking debate where we're like. Well, what you just said was something that involves empathy
1: and, (laughs) and wanting something better for someone that's not you. Yeah. You don't yeah. understand the boomer mentality, which is...
0: I pulled myself up by my bootstraps.
1: <laughs> I had to do this, so you should have to do this. You should have to suffer, because I had to suffer. I work, and I if walked, I'm not getting something, then I hate this. I walked
0: to and from school 15 miles uphill each way. Whereas, so,
1: how many, How many okay. like, 20-something-year-olds... And, and you want
0: a participation trophy? Fuck right off.
1: How how many young progressives support expanding Medicare to cover vision, dental, and hearing? Well, Does that affect should... them? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't affect us. It affects you old fucks. <laughs> but we support it because we're <laughs> empathetic and we want you old people to have your stuff. I... Like, come on.
0: I, two I, two quick, th- actually three quick things. One, I agree with everything you just said. Two, I think I might be the I'm only person- I'm sorry
1: to my boomer parents who listen to this. I think I might
0: be the only person on the podcast that has not said the phrase old fucks yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I I had a third, but I forgot because I'm too busy trying to figure out how I could work old fucks into the ending. Um, This is, let's, uh, one more thing before we go. What is the main thing we want to see the Democrats or uh, specifically the Biden administration? Because again, we're going to have to, the Biden administration, if they if they want to win in 2022, right, if they want to keep the ability to govern, we're, you're already going to be going against um, the uh, expanded um, like voter suppression laws in different states. You're already going to be going against just historically, the party in the White House loses a bunch of seats. You're already going to be going against um, the, the uh, excitement that Republicans are going to have to beat Joe Biden and the lack of excitement from Democrats because Donald Trump isn't on the ballot to run against anymore. Um, and you would know that if you're not named Terry McAuliffe, who seemed to try to run a race against him and lose. Um like what do you think that the Biden administration needs to do in order to try to and this is a purely political question. I'm not even talking about helping the lives of people even though I know the three of us think that that's the most important thing and a lot of the things that are popular can help the lives of people. But I'm not I'm not asking about that. I'm asking what does Joe Biden do to help try to keep the house win the Senate and have enough seats to actually do some governing that he wants to do. Um, Katrina, I'm going to start with you.
1: I mean, you know what my answer is. Yeah. But I want to
0: hear your answer anyway, baby, get it out.
1: Let's go. Forgive student loan debt. It's so easy. Mm -hmm. It is so easy. And it it is so popular. Like, I don't blame, I don't blame young voters for being like, You told me you would do this. You didn't do shit for me. I'm not voting. This is something that could actually encourage young Mm -hmm. young voters to come out and vote because it impacts so many of them. Yeah. So I I think it's so simple. And it's something that we don't need to get Congress to fucking do mm -hmm. because I think getting Congress to do anything is practically impossible. Yeah. It's that easy.
2: Yeah. Jontel. Um. If I'm following correctly, I think well, for me, and I meant to mention this earlier, that, and ask you actually, this was my one question to ask you because I have not found anything on this um, uh, lately. But you remember the, the 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 bill, I think it was that they were trying to pass for black farmers back in like May or June. Mm. Um, And it was supposed to be like a few billion dollars that was supposed to be allocated or owed to them. Um, that they had figured out over the course of the years um, based off discrimination and this, that, and the third. I have not heard of anything lately and I'm hearing like rumors supposedly and I can't substantiate them that it has fallen through the cracks because a lot of uh, white politicians on both sides of the aisle um, have basically made such a stink about it. And white farmers made such a stink about it that now black farmers are not getting their money. And that's my big thing is like, if there's anything that I would ask that for that to go through, like, I don't care about any. Like I do care about everything else. Yeah. But yeah. Like I, I haven't heard anything else about it. Like just silence.
0: No, I think that you're right. Though I'm taking a look at this um, right now. I know that this is a bill that Cory Booker had, um, I, I, drafted back in like February, 2021. Um, So if you, if uh, forgive me, I don't have all of the facts of it right now. Um, But so, so at at this time, I don't think, now I will say at this time, they're probably like all of our focus is on the, all of our focus is on the build back better agenda, which covers a lot of blah, 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 blah. And we'll get to that afterwards. I bet that that's what the line's going to be, but I think that you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. That like, this is something that's super important uh, that that, uh, would benefit a lot of, uh, a lot of black farmers that it's fucking necessary and a uh, step towards the fucking uh, um, just yes.
1: I, I just found an article from the Washington Post that said um, five billion dollars went to black farmers in the American Rescue Plan. Right.
0: So so some of it did happen. Yeah, I don't know that... how
1: much was intended, but
0: right. So so good. But there is there is a bill after that though that like okay. there's still a bill drafted from Cory Booker that's sitting in the Senate. Got it. Um, that needs to come up for a vote, Chuck. <laughs> chuck schumer really? listens to the podcast that's why I, we're on a first name basis um, but no no i think I like like you're you're absolutely right that that there was a hunk of a hunk of money that that did um go out because of the american rescue plan that's great um but there was still another bill that needs to be addressed um so so i agree that's that's and that's I wish I would have known that that's what you're going to say. Cause I would have had some shit up about it. I am literally trying to read this AP article right now from like August. Um, cause that's the most recent thing I've or actually from September 1st, which is like the most right. recent thing I've seen. Um, but I don't have the time to do it while we're doing this. So I might just post the article and, and, and go from there and be like, you guys look at yeah. it. Um, but no, that's, that's, I, I agree with that. Um, one thing that I think would be, um, I mean, I, I'm, i am I'm trying not to copy Katrina's answer because Katrina and I have been lockstep in the fact that this motherfucker needs to get rid of some student loan debt, like, ASAP, like, yesterday, like he said he was going to. Um, And it's really annoying that, like, he – like, even – he can get rid of all of it, right? He can get rid of all of it. He has the authority to get rid of all of it. I – as a as someone who lives in in the reality that is now understand he never was going to get rid of all of it he didn't say he was gonna get rid of all of it, and I understood that. But he did say he was gonna get rid of some of it, and it's fucking still here. So, um, I'm really annoyed of getting fucking emails from Secretary Cardona, who's like, "Hey, bud, you ready to pay those fucking loans back starting in January?" And I'm like, "Hey, bud, don't fucking email me anymore." I, like, I just, I, I feel like we're in this. It's so stupid. It is. It is such a. It's such a layup policy that is not. That's one. Great for the economy, giving so much spending power to people so that they can buy houses and buy cars and buy so much shit that like they normally can't necessarily go out and get because they don't have the fucking money to because they're paying off student loans. Like this is so simple. It is a layup. It is a slam dunk like if you're what do you you want to get um you want to get progressives out to vote for you do progressive shit yep. and and I do think that within the build back better bill there are various progressive policies and progressive um initiatives that are super important there's so much spending on climate that's important there's there's so much um there's so much shit in there that is that is very very important but we need to do the other stuff too and the stuff that you can do without the help of congress you need to do because you've found that not only are you f- facing opposition from from the other, from the opposition party but you're facing opposition from your own fucking side mm-hmm. so your best bet is do the things that you can do on your own Because that's what's going to save you. You cannot trust the Democrats to save you. Not all of them will. You cannot trust the Republicans to save you. They actively will try to kill you as soon as they possibly can. You need to make sure that you are doing the things that you can do on your own to save yourself and help people. Let's just do shit to help people. It's so fucking stupid. I I,
1: I just want to say I looked into a little more about the black farmers. Um, (laughs) I just love the way you said
0: that. I looked... I'm looking at the black farmers a little bit.
1: The five million billion <laughs> billion, dollars, absolutely zero of it has been allocated because mm. white farmers have brought oh. lawsuits against ah. it saying it's discriminatory. So they've gotten zero of the money.
0: Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool.
1: That was as of October. Hey. Right? They're fighting to get any money. Wait, October? Mm-hmm. Last cool. month.
0: Excellent. When, when you get a chance, could y'all send me that article? <laughs> could you, yeah? Could you send it? Could you put it in the chat and don't send it to me because I'll lose my goddamn mind. Um, holy shit! Well, I really thought we were going to end on a much better note than this. <laughs> but, but I, but I, but I screamed fuck and I guess the show's over. Um, John, before we go again, tell us about your show and where people can find it. Um, give us, give us those yeah. links.
2: Yeah. So, uh, the, the number one place you can find it with all the episodes. And I mean, I go back, it's, we're coming up on a year anniversary. So there's a year's worth of material. And I said, again, I'm podcasting daily. Sometimes I'm dropping three episodes a day so you can find anything from like last night i was talking about doo brown and um you know early days club music and how raunchy we were and how it hasn't changed um i also talked about the two-party system with a city council representative the other day i touched on the movie the harder they fall and black cowboys i touched on how rittenhouse um youtube's where it's at uh also instagram uh the leon block TikTok, twitter and Facebook, the Leon Block Independent Media, Instagram, uh, excuse me, Facebook and YouTube are the two major platforms where you can get the most of your Leon Blockness. <laughs> 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 and, and
0: before we go, how was The Harder They Fall?
2: I did not watch it. The whole point oh, okay. that I wanted to do with the episode was uh, I have a historian here locally Um, That watched it. And I played uh, the person who tell me about this movie. I haven't Mm. seen it. Why do I need to see it? And um, provided a little bit of backstory as far as history and kind of explained the real story in comparison to the movie and how it was portrayed. Mm -hmm. So it was it was pretty interesting. It was a great topic to touch on. Um and I definitely want to see the movie so I would suggest that y'all go see that too. All
0: right. All right. I, everybody please go see that movie. Um cuz I <laughs> I I literally saw it and I'm like I definitely to, I would definitely want to watch that but then I saw that you had talked about it and I'm like I'm going to get his take on here before we get out of here. <laughs> Um, you can find, you can find the Leon block on, um, on YouTube and as well as various other platforms. But as he has said, YouTube is where it's at. Thank you so much for joining. Please, please come back ASAP. This was such a fun time. We absolutely have to do this again. Um, we're going to have much more fun and, uh, not infuriating topics next time. (laughs) We're just going to, we're just going to shoot the shit and have a good time, but Um, Thank you so much for coming. We really, really appreciate it.
2: Of course, anytime.
0: Uh, Katrina, thank you for being my co-host. You're the best. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Uh, You're you're wonderful. You're welcome. And and I'm sorry that we had that fight up top. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you all for
2: listening. We will be back with a new episode next week. And until then, cheers. Cheers.